This is Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker, and today, problem gambling, and specifically the new mobile sports betting apps in New York, will that contribute further to the problem? We're joined by Jenna Hotaling, who's been with us before in FingerLakes1.com. She's with the New York Council on Problem Gambling. NewYorkProblemGambling.org is the website. Jenna, welcome. Thank you for having me, Ted. We're glad you're here. Let's start with a little bit about the organization. What does the New York Council on Problem Gambling do, and what sort of resources do you offer? Sure. So the New York Council on Problem Gambling is a great organization. I'm a little biased, but of course, but um, the New York Council is located in Albany, New York, and we actually have seven regional resource centers. So I'm actually part of the Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Center under the New York Council on Problem Gambling. So um, all of the resource centers um, kind of uh, are under the New York Council, and we all have the same goals, which is to increase public awareness around problem gambling and also to advocate for support services and connect individuals and loved ones who are struggling with problem gambling to receive um, local barrier-free help. On the website, you have a very good definition of what constitutes problem gambling. How do we know when it's crossing the line from a hobby and something you do from fun uh, to something that becomes a problem? Sure. So anytime that someone's gambling is negatively impacting their life, whether that be uh, financial struggles, relationship issues, you know, losing trust with loved ones. Um, Sometimes people have workplace issues. They're not meeting deadlines. They're being absent from work or preoccupied with gambling. Um, Sometimes we have um, some young folks who are struggling in school settings. So it really can be um, as general as just any time it's negatively impacting you. So if you are, you know, gambling $10 a week and you can afford to lose that, then that is not um, a problem for you. But it's any time that it's really causing um, a serious situation in your life. Is there any research on whether sports bettors are more likely to become problem gamblers than, say, people who play card games or slots or something of that nature? That's a good question. So I don't know exactly what the statistics are right now, especially in New York, because it's so new. But um, we are seeing that there are a lot new, um, there are a lot more uh, individuals that are trying out mobile sports betting right now. So we have um, unique people that have not tried out other gambling uh, revenues and they've tried, um, you know, gambling on their phones. So it's definitely uh, an interest to young people. So we're definitely keeping an eye out on that. Of course, up until this year, to place a sports bet, you had to go to a casino, and you for, for that you couldn't even do that for for several years. Now we right. have the mobile apps; uh, those present some obvious concerns. But from your point of view, what are some of the concerns you have about these new mobile apps? We're just concerned that with the increase in availability and accessibility, you know, you have your phone on you at all times. It's easy to just pick up your phone in place bet. So it just makes it all that easier for, you know, anyone to to uh, be a part of this. So we're seeing that, you know, in the first um, weekend that mobile sports betting was um, alive in New York State, we saw about 150 million people um, or $150 million in bets placed. I would think that one of the characteristics of problem gamblers is they often try to hide it from spouses or significant others. I would think that's one of the big problems with these apps. It's much easier to hide it now. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, anytime someone's on their phone, you don't know what they're doing. They could be doing really anything. So it's very easy to hide. And it's just really about someone being up in front and truthful with themselves. Uh, A lot of people come to us when they call us and they say, you know, I've really hit rock bottom. They have a lot of situations with mental health issues. You know, I I don't feel like I want to be here anymore. And they're causing a lot of strife with loved ones and within themselves. So, We see that and we want to make sure that we connect not only the individuals, but the loved ones as well. Would your organization like to see these apps go away or are there ways that they can be changed to make them less likely to create problem gamblers? Well, we do see that with the ads that are happening right now, and we know that we're being bombarded with these ads, but the nice thing is on every ad, we have either a QR code or gambling problem, contact this number. So we're not, um, you know, completely by the wayside with our resources, but it would be nice to see some more advertising just specifically for problem gambling help in New York state. So we're really hoping that, um, you know, as this rolls out more, we are uh, able to provide more of those advertisements. What are some of the warning signs someone's becoming a problem gambler and, and how would you deal with it if you were a spouse or a friend even, and you just, you, you think somebody, you know, has a problem? So really, there's there's a, a few um, warning signs that come to mind with mobile sports betting, and it's really about being preoccupied, checking your phone all the time for those stats. You can become irritable if it do, if the game doesn't go your way. Um, maybe take it out on a loved one. Um, people are chasing losses, making sure that you know they can at least break even with the bets that they placed if they've lost. Um, But really, if someone is, uh, you know, a loved one of someone who is impacted by problem gambling, they can receive the same help that that problem gambler would get when they call. So if a loved one calls us, that's I I believe that that's the best first step for someone, even if their other loved one is not ready to receive help. They're able to receive counseling and, and tips and ways to to work with their loved one to kind of make the situation a little bit better. Is the approach similar to the one taken with substance abuse where the abuser has to admit it and and has to ask for help for it to be effective? Yes. So um, it's really really about making sure that people are aware that our resources are out there for them. So we never push our agenda out on anyone. We want to make sure that people come when they're ready because we know that their success rate will be much higher if, you know, they're ready to, um, you know, start the treatment process. How does someone contact the, the Finger Lakes Council or the state New York Council on Problem Gambling to get help? Sure. So with the Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Center, we cover 12 counties in um, the Rochester, Finger Lakes, Southern Tier area. And the best way to reach us is calling us at area code 585-351-2262. Or you can email us at fingerlakespgrc at nyproblemgambling.org. And again, that's the website uh, for the overall state organization, nyproblemgambling.org, for the New York Council on Problem Gambling. Uh, Jenna, thanks. This is going to bear a lot of watching, obviously. Like you say, it's brand new, but uh, it's booming early, and certainly the potential for abuse is there. We appreciate you sharing your expertise with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me in, Ted. This has been Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com with Jenna Hotaling, New York Council on Problem Gambling, and the Finger Lakes Regional Council. Thanks for listening.